0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Ng. In today's episode of the podcast, we're finally going to get into what you guys have all been waiting for, and that is what it's really like to be a fashion student. And I thought a fun way that we could do that was by going online and looking for common stereotypes of students who go to art design or fashion school and give you the real tea on whether or not they're actually true. I would say my opinion is pretty reputable since i am going to art school myself but i just want to put out there before we start that different people might have different experiences i mean we will definitely have different experiences so this is just my take on it i'm um, not trying to offend anyone or bring truth to stereotypes in this podcast but i'm just speaking from my perspective of course if you like what you hear on today's episode don't forget to follow the podcast and since the last episode i I realize that you're probably not allowed to leave comments on my podcast, or maybe on iTunes you are. So if you do indeed have suggestions, questions, or comments, I would love for you to reach out to me via Instagram and my handles in the description of this podcast. And with that, let's get into the episode. So I have looked up different stereotypes online, just like common stereotypes. I collected them together and put them in a little document in front of me so I know what we're going to talk about. Um, I think these are the most stereotypical stereotypes that I found on the internet regarding art school and fashion school. And I kind of broke it up into two categories. So first, we're going to talk about specifically art school stereotypes. And then we're going to get into more specifically fashion student stereotypes, I guess. So it's like art and fashion. I, there's kind of a difference and you'll see when we get into it. So and I don't have the sources or anything for these stereotypes. I kind of just like looked them up on google and found them from different sources and collected them together um okay so the first stereotype let's get into it the first stereotype is that art school students are all hippies lazy vegan and potheads so i think this stereotype um is pretty quite often thought about when you think of art students um art students what am i saying but like when you're thinking of them in terms of personality or what they look like you're kind of thinking of like a hippie or someone who does drugs Or I don't know why vegan has become an art student stereotype, but it has. So, well, yeah, let's talk about that. So the funny thing is um, the vegan, the reason why I took the stereotype is because it actually stuck out to me because my best friend who I met at Parsons is actually vegan. So that's funny. But just to put it out there, not everyone in art school is vegan. I mean, I'm not vegan. Um, I want to become vegetarian eventually, maybe. We'll see how that works out. So there definitely are some truths to this stereotype, um, like in terms of what most art students do, We, uh, but I think on the lazy part, I definitely want to like debunk the lazy part. I don't think art students are lazy. I think we just, we go to school in a different way and we study in a different way and our work is very different from what academic schools are like. So on that part, it might come off as lazy if our works, if drawing or painting seems like you know it's lazy or we're not doing a lot of work it's really not it's just it's different from what academic schools are like um to the hippie vegan pothead part of it I can see why people think this I think that there are art school is just made up of a variety of people who are different and unique but I think that there can be these kinds of people um anywhere you go to school not just art school there can be hippie I don't even really know what hippie means um I don't know but there can be hippies or people who are vegan or people who are potheads in regular schools not just art school um i've met quite a few people in my school who are vegan or vegetarian actually so that's the interesting part about it but i don't think art school is where you, it's where like the hub of you know vegan and vegetarian people are i think maybe just um art school students have a different mindset and a different look on things so a lot of them could be vegan or vegetarian um, I don't want to look into it that much, but we do definitely have more vegetarians than vegans. I think veganism is, is something that is, it is hard to commit to for some people, but I really admire those people who do commit to being vegan. And um, I want to get there at some point, and I admire my best friend so much for sharing her tips and tricks on how to be better in terms of what I eat and why I eat things. So yeah, definitely the mindset and i think every every school has their own fair share of these people. So i'm not quite sure why it's become this kind of standard part of like an art school stereotype, if you will. I guess it's just the vibes that we give off because you know, we can you can say we're artsy and and we do like to express ourselves through forms of art. So, but the lazy part, i really and that has to do with another stereotype that we'll get into later, but i don't think that you can really put that label on art students that were lazy because just because the work seems different because I don't think that's fair um so the next stereotype that I'm going to get into is that art school students come from wealthy families or have wealthy backgrounds so this is actually there is some truth to it because art school does come at a lofty price so and I thought this was a really interesting one because I actually definitely had this stereotype in mind when I applied for art school I was like oh art school's for like rich kids. Um, I don't know why that's the, f- the first thing that comes to mind when I think of art school. I'm not saying that I'm you know wealthy in any way because I'm actually pretty standard middle class but the truth of the matter is our school really is expensive and so I actually looked into why art schools were so expensive and one of the most common answers that I got was because of our studio courses which consists of a small number of people in order to have a more effective class, which is not surprising because I don't think I could go through my studio classes if I had like 200 people in it, like a regular lecture would in academic school. Um, So yeah, our, our studio classes, well at least at Parsons, generally have around 15 students. So, um, and I find it already overwhelming to have 15 students in a studio class because I kind of want the attention of, you know, the professor to help me on my projects, but other students want that attention as well. And so we're all just in this environment trying to learn the same thing and trying to learn it in the most effective way. And the more students is the harder it's going to be because there's only one professor. Whether or not you want to change it, there is only one professor. There's never two, not three. It's just always one. So where something like, you know economics class in academic school can have up to 200 students in a lecture because they're teaching the same subject matter and so yeah it's probably more effective to have a lot of students in one class if they're all learning the same thing um in terms of talking to the professor and about like you know extra credit and that stuff that's a little harder to get to I guess because there's only one teacher and there's 200 students so that's where something like that isn't as effective but in terms of like why art school is also really expensive is because when it comes down to it the supplies can get really expensive and um in fashion school like believe it or not we do have textbooks there are like you know pattern making books uh fabric material textile books that those kinds of things and they can get pretty expensive i don't think as expensive as like regular textbooks in academic school but they can be come at a pretty lofty price and not to mention specifically Talking as a fashion major at Parsons, we have to pay for our own fabrics when we make these beautiful designs that we're making. And like, obviously, if you want to like make a leather jacket and you don't, and even faux leather can be expensive. But if you want real leather, like that's even more expensive. And then if you don't know, fabric comes by the yard. So you know, sometimes I find myself paying, hmm, I don't know, somewhere around fifteen to twenty dollars for a yard of, for for a yard and it you know depends on what you're making something smaller could be less yards something bigger can be more yards so that's where it kind of gets expensive and you can end up paying a lot of money for the things that you're making and you know a lot of people are surprised to hear that Parsons doesn't actually pay for our fabric but to be honest I'm not that surprised I mean I knew coming in here that I'd have to pay like because we don't have to pay for expensive textbooks, so in a way, the fabric is kind of making up for it, I guess. I mean, no one should have to pay for expensive textbooks, but anyway. That being said, um, I know it's confusing to a lot of people why it doesn't make sense why art school is so expensive, because they kind of trained you for jobs that you know. The truth is, they are relatively low in demand and generally don't pay very well. And I think that's where this stereotype comes from, where people believe that most of the art students students are already very wealthy or come from money because they're like, oh, we have the money to go to art school because when we come out of it, we won't that we won't get that high paying of a job. Um, and, And there is some truth to it. There definitely is. I mean, I don't know much about other art schools, but speaking generally for Parsons, we do have a large percent of percentage of international students at our school. And in that sense, you kind of have to have some money because it's not cheap coming from out of the country living in New York City. I mean, New York City, it's not even a stereotype. It is really expensive. It's crazy expensive to live in New York City, even to rent. Um, That's the specific case for Parsons. So I'm not sure how it is in other schools, but yeah, I'm assuming I see I don't want to make any assumptions. But I mean, I guess some other art schools are the same, but I mean, college is expensive. So we're not putting we're not throwing art schools under the bus or anything like that. Um, Also, Parsons tuition is considerably very high, not to mention like just from observation. Yeah, there are students students who look stereotypically like they're very wealthy because they carry designer bags and, you know, wear wear designer items. And I find that that actually I see that a lot in my school. I see people wearing a lot of designer, but I mean, that doesn't mean that they're wealthy. They could be wealthy and that's good for them. But just because you see someone wearing all designer doesn't necessarily mean that they are wealthier come from a rich family um they could just like indulging on designer things with the money that they save up i don't know i'm making excuses now but anyway okay the next stereotype is that art students are always happy and have fairly low levels of stress um i don't know where this stereotype comes from and it's definitely a stereotype because i think I think it comes from the fact that people think that all we do is kind of draw and do fun paper crafts and all that jazz but that couldn't be farther from the case and if you ask people who are very close to me they know i literally don't get any sleep and i'm not saying this is true for all art students because you know it is different for my case i do have a part-time internship on top of full-time schooling but for the most part our projects um, especially fashion school are very time consuming and very tedious And in terms of if we're happy, I can say for myself that I'm relatively happy doing what I do. Um, Of course, school is school and like school will never be fun. But, you know, when you see me doing work or when I'm doing my work, I feel like it's a lot of work and it's tedious work. But I'm proud of the work that I'm doing and I know that something good is going to come out of it. And of course, I came to art school because I knew this was something I loved or else I wouldn't have invested my time studying in it. And that's what I and when I was talking about in the... um first episode when I was really deciding schools I kind of knew I wanted to veer off the track of uh, going to an academic school because this fashion I couldn't give up something that I really love to do and you know what even if I I don't know if I'm going to come out of school with like a full-time job or even a high-paying job but all I know is that I'm gonna love what I'm gonna do and I love what I'm doing right now in school so if I can speak for everyone I would want to tell everyone to you know, do something that they want to do and pursue it because they love it and that they find true happiness in it. And I know not not a lot of people have that luxury because, I don't know, peer pressure or like parent pressure or anything like that. So I'm really lucky to have parents who supported me, as I talked about in my first episode, parents who supported me in my decision to go to art school, even though, you know, I don't, they don't know if something really good is going to come out of it, but they, they believed in what I love to do and that they saw that I was passionate about it. Um, yeah, and I have a twin sister who's going to, who's studying environmental science and marine biology because that's something she's passionate about. And on the side, she's doing, you know, writing and reading because that's what she's passionate about as well. And my brother, you know, he's at that stage where he's a junior in high school and has to apply for colleges. And I gave him the biggest advice to really do what he loves to do. So if academics is not his thing, we'll find something that you want to do and that you're going to be happy in and pursue it. And funny thing is he really does love cooking and that's been a part of his life for a little while now and my mom is a really good cook as well and she makes pastries and all that kind of stuff so she's been kind of helping him and so he's going to apply for culinary school and we'll see how that works out but I really think that he's excited about it and if he does end up going to culinary school that he'll be really happy where he is and that the work that he's doing won't be tedious and won't be you know, long overhauling hours for him. I think he'll just really love what he does. Okay, so the next stereotype we're going to get into, and this is the last stereotype that I have for art school students, is that we don't have tests and that we don't need to study for school. Well, this is kind of true, uh, but it really depends on what classes you are taking. Because yes, a lot of studio classes are not going to have tests because we are you know a small class and we are assigned projects instead which if you really think about it are equally as stressful as tests and they actually take longer because yeah you could study a week for a test and then sit down for like a couple hours and take a test but the projects that we get are you know projects that take my projects studio projects take at least three to four weeks and it's just it's a whole process to get to the end result and it is a lot of hours like I mentioned a lot of sleepless hours and just a lot of work and time and thinking that goes into the final thing and there are classes that are offered at Parsons like the French class that I'm taking and the merchandising class that I'm taking and the art history class that I took last semester for example that require actual tests that you do need to study for so that has been officially debunked art students do have tests um yeah but it's all just based on kind of the classes you take so I guess if you just always take studio classes and never take any other classes then you don't have any tests um which is good and nothing to complain about but I mean I've never been one who is good at studying for tests or even taking tests for that matter so I'm actually really glad that we don't have that many tests or even essays for that matter but that's obviously not the main reason why I chose art school and I know a lot of people it's also a stereotype that a lot of people choose to go to art school because they don't have to take tests, which is like, to me, it's like big roll rolling eyes moment. It's just like, that's not what art school is about. It's a lot more work. And it's funny because the people who actually come into art school thinking it's going to be easy and thinking that, oh, like we're not going to have tests, it's not going to be a lot of work actually get like the opposite reaction because art school, they find out that it's actually a lot of work and a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of hours that need to be put into it. So they kind of get the sense of reality eventually one way or another okay now we're gonna get into some fashion student stereotypes so these are specifically um you know have to do with fashion students i guess so it can't be like said for all art students and you'll see why so the first stereotype is that we can all sew and i get a lot that when i tell people i'm studying fashion design they're like oh can you make me something okay so this one annoys me a lot because i i mean i get that quite often and i know some people are joking about it or some people just say it to say it but they just assume that just because i'm studying fashion design that i'm just you know a seamstress for them that i'm just sitting there making clothes all day and making people stuff which is not the case there's a lot more that goes into fashion design and i've learned that over you know the different classes that i've been taking and the electives that i've been taking as well there are different paths in fashion not just not everyone's just sitting down making clothes um sewing clothes. This one I can definitely say this stereotype is definitely not true because there were some people in my class and I wasn't surprised. I knew this going into it. I just had a little bit of sewing experience because my grandma taught me how to sew before coming to Parsons. But there were some people in my class who didn't know how to sew. And I just want to say this now that if you are considering fashion school, you do not need to come in knowing how to sew. And they tell you that actually on the um Application they they actually say that you don't need like any like to show any fashion clothes or whatever but I did put it in my portfolio to like I guess enhance it but you don't need it um but people come in with this preconceived notion that you need to know how to sew or so you can't be in fashion school or you're not gonna succeed or whatever but I just to say for at least my school that my professors are amazing the professors that I've had so far taught me so much and they will teach you if you do not know how to sew. I literally saw some people in my class who went from not knowing how to sew or even hand sew to making amazing things and they were actually better than the people who did know how to sew so that was the really interesting part. So yeah I think just like I think starting from scratch is actually probably better than coming in knowing stuff because then you get like a professional sense of what you need to know because a lot of the things that I did weren't what the teacher did but I kind of just like doing what the teacher does because then that way I know it's correct. Um, because some of the stuff I learned were from also from YouTube videos as well, so not the most trustworthy source. Uh, definitely a professor with a degree is better. Um, yeah, and even if you know how to sew, you definitely still have a lot to learn. I mean, take it from me. I thought like I've made clothes before. I went to Parsons and I was just like, okay, I can make clothes, but trust me, there's a lot to learn. There are I don't even want to get into it, but there are so many ways to sew so many methods so many stitches so many different things associated with sewing it's actually unbelievably crazy but yeah that's what i love about parsons that there's always room to grow and always new things to learn even though you are the best of the best in the class you can still learn a thing or two or even get better and become even better and i can't stress that enough because i think sometimes our egos can get to us But we have to understand that there's always ways to improve and ways to go up from where we are. And that's why I, you know, people are always telling me that like, oh my God, you're so ahead or whatever. Oh, like you have so many internships for your age. But I just never let that, I never cool down because of that. I always still want, still seeking more, still trying to improve, seeing how I can do better and seeing, you know, what else, like maybe what other internships that are better that I can get. Um, so yeah, there's a little food for thought for today's podcast. Okay, getting into the next stereotype of fashion students is that most fashion design students are female and they're usually very nicely dressed. Um, we don't wear sweatpants. That's what the stereotype says. So this one is like half true and half not true. Like the first part where it says that most fashion design students are female. Weirdly enough, that I mean, that's Kind of true because most people in my I'm just basing that on like strictly numbers and like the facts of what I've seen in my class so like don't hate me on this but yeah most of my classes have been I mean primarily female there are a couple guys like I can tell you right now that my last semester creative studio class I had three guys in that class so and I think there were 15 people in that class so if you do the math. i'm I'm not doing math but if you do the math like the other part of the class is primarily female and uh, it's a female dominant class and that goes for my other classes as well yeah i can see why people would think that most fashion design students are female and for the most part if you look around in parsons or even if you go into a class you will see that it is primarily female dominant i don't really know what the case is for that but i mean definitely in the fashion industry there are very successful male designers so i don't really think there is a ratio of female to male specifically i think people think this because they think that maybe more female students would be um more enticed to attend fashion school than male students which is actually not the case because um, as i said before there are a lot of male designers in the industry um the next part of the stereotype said that they are usually very nicely dressed and that we don't wear sweatpants and Well, I haven't been to like an actual academic college obviously because I'm at Parsons Like enough to see if this is true But I will say that everyone at Parsons at least dresses for the most part really well and everyone has their own unique styles That one that won't always appeal to everyone, but it appeals to themselves and they're proud of it if you're wondering about me personally, I think I dress very casually and not very nicely I guess because I care more about comfort than style, but um, I mean, I do know someone very close to me, my best friend, Catherine, she actually puts style in front of comfort, so so yeah, that's an example of someone who um, cares more about style than comfort, and I'm not it's not a bad thing if you care more about one thing than the other, it's just people care about different things, like, I will not wear a pair of shoes if it hurts me, j- even though it looks really dang good, like, I need it to be comfortable, and that's why I wear sneakers a lot, but she will wear a pair of shoes if they literally kill her feet but as long as she looks killer in those shoes it's worth it but honestly when you get down to you know finals and midterm seasons i really don't think people put in that much effort in my school to care about how they're dressed because i can literally tell you how overwhelming finals weeks are um but yeah i think everyone in art school has their own sense of style because i mean We are fashion design students, so we already have a notion of, you know, how we want to design and and that comes to how we want to dress as well. So everyone has their own style and their own opinions on other people's style as well, which I won't blame anyone if they don't like my style because I might not like their style. But it just comes to say that everyone is unique in their own way. So, yeah. The last stereotype says we are all going to manage retail stores when we graduate. So yeah, this one, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know where this came from, but I, I don't really hear the stereotype a lot. So I thought it was interesting that I found it on this website talking about um, design student stereotypes because I wanted to kind of talk about it. And I think what people don't understand is actually how many jobs there are are in this industry like fashion is not just retail i know people automatically think about retail jobs when they think about fashion because they're like oh, okay so like if you're in fashion you're like working as a retail person but it's be- i think it's because that retail jobs are so common so you don't really know that there's so much more out there i mean of course i don't blame you if you're not in the fashion industry or going to fashion school you're not going to know about all the different jobs and what is available in the industry But even now, I'm still not fully exposed to how many different kinds of jobs there are. I mean, it literally blows my mind how many different opportunities there are available to people in my industry. And I've had a good hand in interning in different positions and different jobs, doing different things. Even now, my internship at CFDA is so different from what I did at The Arrivals because, I mean, the titles are different themselves. Like, Educational and Professional Development Intern is so different from Design and Product Development Intern. And... They are different with different responsibilities. And even if someone does graduate from Parsons to manage retail stores, then good for them. I think as long as, you know, they're happy and satisfied with what they're doing, then to them, it's it's success. And some people also have this notion of like, if you don't leave fashion school with a fashion brand or your own collection or your own line, you're not successful. And I don't think that's the case at all. I mean, we all make, we all make our own successes and all have, you know, our all in individual right of things to be proud about so i'm i don't think that if you don't come out of fashion school with your own brand that's like you know hot off the press and successful that that doesn't mean that you're not successful because there's so many other jobs and so many other positions that can really bring you up and you know make your name known in the fashion industry okay guys so that was the last stereotype um, that I wrote down in this episode for you guys today, but if you guys have any other interesting, you know, art student or fashion student stereotypes that I didn't talk about, please leave them in the comments. I really want to read them and, like, see what else people think that, you know, art students or fashion students do. Um, I think kind of what I got out of from what I said was just, like, you know, everyone's different and you can't really put a label on art students or any students in general so i mean i know academic students probably have their whole own stereotype but i think it's just fun to kind of talk about them because um to see if they really are true or not that's why i thought this episode would be really interesting for you guys to get some insight on you know what it really is like in art school because not a lot of you are probably from art school or design school or fashion school so I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. If you have any ideas for future episodes, um, definitely give me a DM on Instagram because I'd love to hear them, but I'm on iTunes now, so you can leave it in the comments. Don't forget to rate the podcast as well. And anyway, see you on the next episode of Life of a Fashion Student podcast.